that's so traumatic. All right. <laughs> this is Let's Talk Trauma. I'm Rose Breedemeyer, and today I have Corinne with me. Do you, you want to say hi? Hi. <laughs> Uh, we are very qualified for this because we had a whole semester of public speaking. So that, <laughs> I think, <laughs> makes this perfect for us. True. We I got we got A's. Yeah. I think everyone got A's. It's true. I think the girl that cried for 15 minutes got oh A's. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> that was a traumatic experience it's on so its own. True. Not just talking in front of people and having to make speeches or whatever, but listening to everyone else's conversations. <sighs> that was PTSD. a good class. It brought us together. It did. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, yeah, that's how we met. And I love our friendship because we don't see each other, but like twice a year. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then we act like. No time passed. Yeah, it's great. And we pretty much just talk about everything that's happened in our lives separately. Mm-hmm. And I know none of your friends. You really know none of mine. Like, we've met in passing, mm-hmm. but we don't actually know anybody. So we get to say whatever we want. And there's no, like, we don't have to worry about it getting back to them that we said these horrible things. So everyone that knows me, Corinne knows you too. <laughs> True. Everything. Everything. I know everything. <laughs> she may not know what you look like, but she knows all of your secrets. <laughs> Well, today we're going to talk about your trauma, <laughs> the whole goal of this. Uh, what is the most traumatic thing that's ever happened to you, just like randomly? Like what's something that you think, oh, that made me uncomfortable? Anything. Oh, God. Um, I don't know. I haven't had like the m- a very traumatic life. I feel like everything kind of just like ties it's like, oh, this is horrible, and it kind of just, like, ties. Probably has to do with, like, just uh, men. <laughs> men. You know? Men just like suck. <laughs> okay. That's it. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. All those uh, uh, parties and men. That's the mm. most traumatic, I guess. So go to only parties with only women. Right. That's what you're telling me. Yes. That's our advice. <laughs> and thank you. <laughs> no, but seriously, what we're actually going to talk about today is uh Corinne was Mormon for the first 12 years of her life. So 12. Mm, yeah, I think uh how old are like 7th or 8th graders? Mm. Is that like 13, 14? I don't I'm not sure. I think it's something something like 13, 14. So when you were, like, 7th and 8th grade? Yeah. Yeah, so you'd just been Mormon. And then, tell me about that. And then we left. (laughs) And then your parents just came home, Mm -hmm. and they're like, never mind? Well, my parents were raised Mormon, so that was, like, and then they they were raised more, like, yeah. And then um, it was was definitely, like, a transition. They, like, tried to make it a smooth, like, gradual transition transition out of it so they we kind of just like stopped going to church every Sunday which is really weird for Mormons because it's like part of the huge deal you never like skip going to church on Sundays that's like kind of a no-no there's a lot of (laughs) it's a no-no there's a lot of things that you're not supposed to do I remember like hearing about my like friends like other Christian friends would be like oh we're just not going today and that was so weird to me 
Mm. It's like you're you're just supposed to go every day. I don't know. Is that is that how you? you yeah, I mean, I'm Christian. My family's Christian, but I mean, you go. That's like you should go to church, and you should want to go to church, right. but it's you don't have to go. Mm-hmm. It's just like you're following God, so you want to go. Right. But yeah, with our conversations, Mormon. Mormonism? I don't even know. Mormonism, yeah. Is that, is that what it <laughs> yes. is? Okay. Uh, sounds a lot different. Just kind of talk about that. Like, obviously, all of us aren't Mormon, so we don't yeah. know. It's definitely, like, an intense religion. I think it's kind of up there, at least what I've heard from, like, my friends, it's kind of up there with, like, Catholicism okay. on, like, strictness level. There's a lot of, I don't know, there's so many weird things at the same time, like, weird rules, and a lot of it... And also, Mormons, like, across the United States are kind of taught different things, too. Because uh, you've probably heard, like, Mormons aren't allowed to have caffeine. Have you, like, ever heard that? Yeah, no caffeine. Right. You're, I mean, yeah, so you coffee. Mean decaffeinated coffee? No. So, coffee is, like, drinking coffee is, like, a sin. But um, some people were taught that, like, caffeine across the board is bad. But I was never, like, I never grew up thinking that. My mom would so drink, like, soda all the time. Some people, so some Mormons, it's no coffee, and then some it's no caffeine. It's, like, no Red Bull, but then, like. Right. It's inconsistent, yeah. Mm. I, sometimes Christianity can be like that, where mm-hmm. it's, there's different rules, and people, yeah. I don't That's know. true. That's a whole other thing, but. <laughs> um, there's also, like, no tea. There's just so many. Modesty is a huge thing. Like, Oh, uh, there's no bikinis. That was super um, bad. Mm. Um, what was your normal, like, what would you wear? What was the appropriate? Like, I was still young then, so it didn't matter as much to me. Because, you know, like, kids just dress. Like, you don't see, like, little. I mean, I, you kind of do now. But, like, you're not going to see, like, fifth graders in, like, crop tops. But, like. Yeah, now it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, probably now. But um, I would wear, like, Bermuda shorts. Or like capris, oh. they would go down to my knees. Oh, I had some real cute <laughs> plaid. Oh yeah. Oh, you know. <laughs> I definitely had plaid Bermuda shorts. <laughs> and just like t shirts. I like you weren't allowed to wear tank tops. Oh. I had a um I went to a Christian school and I had a teacher say one time that your shoulders, like we couldn't wear tank tops. Mm-hmm. Um and she was like your shoulders remind guys of butts. <laughs> <laughs> She's not correct. I defend my faith and I, I love God, but there's a lot of things that people have said and I've come across and it's no. Yeah. You're, there's, there's, a, there's a balance that you need to have. And I think some people just whoo, <laughs> go way over and True. it's crazy. And yeah. yeah. So what were some like... I don't really know Mormon beliefs. Mm-hmm. Like, obviously, there's rules, there's strict rules. Yeah. But what is the, what did you grow up believing was? So I wasn't like the best Mormon. <laughs> so <Whoa>. like, so like, <laughs> if I was, I could tell you like the entire history, and um, everything. But I don't know a lot about it, especially now. I kind of forgot it. But um, do you mean like, kind of what was your experience? Like, what did you feel? I mean, yeah, this was up until you were 13-ish. Yeah. So, like, as a kid, what do you remember most? What did you feel like being a part of the Mormon church? Um, I mean, it's a really – I feel like people kind of 
like hate on Mormons a lot, but they're actually like re- like genuinely some of the nicest people. Like oh, I, I've I've loved every Mormon. I've really, met. I think they're so kind. They're so nice, and I don't know. I think they really. I mean, they're trying. Like they they try and be good people. It's just like they're kind of following a lot of false things, but um, definitely. I think like a huge thing that was pushed is uh, such high standards, especially as like a teen. There's just like no, I mean, I think that's normal for Christians, but like no drinking and um, drugs, even even for Mormons, like even once you're 21, like even when it's legal, you still are not supposed to drink or do drugs, smoke cigarettes, get tattoos, have piercings. Um, yeah, like I think those are kind of generally common conservative like mm-hmm. beliefs. But I think a huge thing that was pushed to is like family and like family being together forever is huge. And there's this whole like, w- there was a song. There's like a hymn or whatever. Yeah. It's like hymn. families can be forever together. That was the name of it. That was like, that was that like something like when we left, which that was really hard to like cope with. I guess the idea it's like, oh, when you die, you might not actually be together forever. Does that make sense? Mm. Okay, so that's what they're pushing that if it's you a selling point. Rules, <laughs> then you get to stay with your family mm-hmm. in the afterlife. Right, yeah. And then that was like a fear once you got out. Mm-hmm. And the afterlife is kind of like just so weirdly specific for Mormons. It's like there's like four levels kind of of heaven. Have I told mm. you about this before? A little bit, and I'm I'm very confused about it. Please, <laughs> please explain it. I kind of forget the order of the levels but it's like telestial the like lowest tier is like telestial and then it's a terrestrial Wait, did i ever say that one i think that's an alien <laughs> isn't that like earth terrestrial isn't oh i don't remember the names i'd have to look it up but like the top one is celestial and that's like the one you're like shooting for yeah. and like you'll the like ultimate goal right you'll like live with jesus in in celestial and that's the only one that you can live with jesus in right i don't really i don't really remember they don't really talk too much about the like lower levels because like they're kind of just like your goal is to get to the top one. And I think I could be wrong, but I think it was like you can if you get on one of like the lower levels of heaven, you can like work your way up depending on like I guess there were other versions of earth in a way. They never really talked about what it was like. I remember asking like when I was in primary, like what is it? What happens? Like what what is heaven like? And like my teacher was like, Jesus just teaches you like more about the church and I was like forever like that's just <laughs> like isn't there some point where you just like you learned everything but so I don't know it just seemed nice to like be with your family forever which also is kind of contradictory if you think about it because everyone in your family could end up in different levels yeah that doesn't really make any sense yeah there's a lot of things that don't make sense if you actually kind of like get into it but is that kind of why your parents step back mm-hmm yeah, they just started, like, doing a bunch of research and then found that there was a lot of, like, historic, like, factual, historical things that were wrong. Mm. And then that's when they started. I mean, I'm is it true that they thought that, I don't know, oh, so, I'm sorry, but the the Mormon book, isn't there, like, he wrote the, someone, someone wrote mm-hmm. the extra part, like, there's New Testament, Old Testament, the Bible, and then yeah. there's... The Book of Mormon. The Book of Mormon. Yeah. And wasn't that like found in tablets in the North American continent? Like I think so. 
So, um, is it North American continent? Or is it like, mm, I did not brush up on my like <laughs> Mormon history. Um, everything we say is a fact. Yeah. I just need everyone to understand that. <laughs> and we're, we're right. You're wrong. And <laughs> Don't Google anything I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> just trust. I mean, I more say. than, but more importantly, like it's not about what rules there were. Mm-hmm. This is more about like your experience, your feeling. So yeah. when growing up, were you like happy in the church? Um, yes. Like, and no, I, it was hard to believe. I think I definitely like noticed things like as a kid being like, this is just so hard to believe. And it's so, there's so many specifics and I don't have like any real clear answers I would definitely question like why can't we drink coffee or tea like I actually don't get that and I think my dad told me once like it's more of like the principle of like you just have to have faith that like what we're telling you is right it's more about like you just have to believe yeah it sounds (laughs) sounds kind of um (laughs) culty like there's no reason you just have to I think it was like somewhere, someone said like, oh, somewhere in the Bible, it said like you can't have hot drinks or something. And someone interpreted that as like coffee and tea. I don't know. That's how. Oh, wow. Or alcohol. I don't know, really. I think it's just like up for interpretation. And then obviously there's like prophets and I think they would kind of just like confirm it. It's a pretty um, like there's a pretty common consensus because there's like one head of the church. Mm-hmm. So most of the rules, it's like you get it from that prophet. and So there's prophets today? Yes. That's what? There's a bunch of them. Okay. And they have like, well, kind of a bunch of them. I think there's like one head of it. Yeah. It's kind of, and also once you kind of like look into it, it's kind of like super corrupt because they take tithings. So you have to pay a certain percentage of your income. To the church. That's how they make all their money. That's how, you know, how like they always give you like free Book of Mormons. <laughs> That's who's paying for it. Oh. And like all the temples that get built, they're, com- they're coming out of people's incomes. And like they're kind of just told like if you don't pay um, your tithing, like you can go to hell. Well, so we don't really have a hell either. It's also, it's called like the outer darkness. Oh. Slash like the lowest, the outer this darkness. This sounds kind of like a show. <laughs> I'm not even gonna lie, like this would be a good TV show. Um, the outer darkness. Explain that. Uh, I think I think the way they described it to us is like um, you're just floating in space almost. It's just like darkness forever. Mm. And there's a there's a very few people that end up going there. There is kind of a lot of hope. There is no like heaven and hell. It's like you have to. They were describing it as like, or like what I was taught was that um, to get to the outer darkness, you have to know that the Mormon church is true, like know it in your heart and like still go against it. It's not that you don't believe it. That would just end you up in like the lowest tier, I guess. Okay. Does that make sense? A little bit. All of it's crazy, honestly. (laughs) Yeah, it sounds made up. Yeah, it sounds like someone sat down and was like, oh, yeah. let's add this. This sounds fun. <laughs> it's so cool. This would be a cool thing to happen in the afterlife. And then somehow, like, you got a bunch of people to believe it. <laughs> it's, like, kind of, gr- like, there's just things that are just absolutely proved to be wrong. Yeah. 
Like there's a there's like a hieroglyphic like scroll that Joseph Smith interpreted or translated and has like the translation and it's in the Book of Mormon. If you can you can like flip to it, it's like the only picture in there. And then like actual people who can read hieroglyphics now look at it and they're like, that is not what it is at all. But like no one talks about that. You just ignored that someone said that. Yeah. It's rough. <laughs> okay, so when your parents kind of like slowly got you out and then did they like sit down and th- were they like, okay, little Corinne, we're, we're, <laughs> we're not going to do that anymore. Yeah. Yes. Um, they, well, it was a gradual thing. So, but they didn't tell us that like it was a gradual thing. We just kind of started like not going to church every Sunday. And then I found like alcohol in my parents' Ooh. room. But, like, I don't know. I was, like, make excuses for it. I was, like, uh, it's probably not alcoholic, even though they were, like, Mike's Harders. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was, like, hmm, that's weird. But I didn't question things too much. I don't know. I think I was just, like, trying, like, blissfully ignorant and it was just, like, turning my, my like, eyes. Um, but it did start to get weird. After, like, the third or fourth week of, like, not going, I was, like, hmm. Which, I mean, I wasn't, like, super... Like, church lasted for three hours every Sunday, and it was, like, a whole thing, and it was just not as much fun as, um, you know, not going. So I wasn't really complaining about having to um, stay home, but then it just started to get weird. I'm like, why aren't we going? And then um, they would also show us videos. Like, the reason I know about that whole hieroglyphic, hieroglyphic thing was because, like, my dad showed us like a video about it, about how like it was wrong. And I remember he came into my room and was like, so what did you think about it? Or like, what do you, and I was like, I don't know. It's kind of weird. And I, I mean, like I thought that I was supposed to be like, I thought they wanted me to like keep believing. I thought they were like testing me, honestly. And I was like, I don't know, maybe like, it's just like a test and we just have to believe or something. And, um, and he asked me what we would what I would do if like we left, which should have been a pretty big like red flag for me. But I just like again was just so like ignorant like about what was going on because it was just such like a huge part of my life. I never really questioned not leaving yeah. or leaving. Never questioned not staying. So, and I again thought that it was a test. So I was like, I would keep going to church, and they were like, okay. <laughs> And then, uh, like, um, I guess the next week, they, like, sat us down, and they were like, yeah, um, we're not going to church anymore, but they were really nice, and they were, like, and, like, understanding, they're like, if you want to keep going, we'll drive you. Closer. Okay. (laughs) Um, Like, we'll drive you, or if you want to, like, experiment and, like, go to different churches, then um, we'll take you to those churches. Um. Or, like, whatever you want to believe, like, will support you, basically. And I, and me and my sister immediately stopped going. And my brother kept going for, like, a, a couple more months. Which was surprising, because he was always, like, the, like, troublemaker. Like, he was, what, he was in, like, sixth grade. I don't know. It was it surprised all of us. He was the one that would, was always, like, getting in trouble and, like, seemed to, like, hate church the most. But he kept going, and my parents would drive him, or he would get rides. And then I kind of just like, I kind of like shut down. I never talked about it after we left. I didn't tell any of my friends that we left. Mm. Were you scared or just? Scared, what do you mean? Like, 
were you kind of confused of what to believe? Were mm-hmm. you intimidated that you had left? Is this something that you've been taught? Like, yeah, you don't you stay? This is what you're supposed to do. You believe you have faith, and then right. I was definitely terrified. I would like there were nights where I would stay up like until the sun came up because I was just like I was terrified I was like I don't know what happens like after we die or like if there's a god or like what I'm supposed to do I've just like been told like this is what you do to get to heaven Mm -hmm. and then it's like actually just kidding I don't know what you do to get to heaven I don't know if there is a heaven or like if there's a god or like and I was also thinking about this the other night like I had my own like I think a lot of Christians would like relate to this, but like I had a, like my own relationship with like God and I prayed all the time, like in my head, like walking to the bus stop, I would just like pray and he was kind of just like my like person. Mm-hmm. I would just like talk to all the time. So that was like gone. I was like, am I, have I been talking to myself for like years? Interesting. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, I never talked about it until, one day I was like, I feel like I should tell my, like, childhood best friend that we left. Because, like, I I didn't have a problem with, like, not telling anybody else. It was just, like, my own thing. But for some reason, I feel like I owed it to her. So she came over and we were, I was just so, like, I never talked about it to anyone. And I just thought that I was, like, handling it so well. Like, I was totally fine in my head. And I, I started walking. We were, like, walking in my backyard. There's, like, woods back there. And we sat down on a tree and I was like, I have to tell you something. And I was like kind of laughing because I was like, this is so dramatic. Like, oh, I have to like tell you something. And she's like, what? And I was like, we left the church. And then like, I broke down mm. and started crying. And it was like the first time I said that out loud. Yeah. She's it's like, hard. Yeah. You're she's young. She's like, I was like laughing still. Like, even while I was crying, it was just like. The first time I'd never, like, I'd realized, like, oh, you have feelings about this. Like, this is not. Um, this isn't a casual thing. This isn't. Yeah. This isn't not a big deal. This is a huge mm-hmm. deal. And I was like, I don't know why I'm crying. And she was like, you feel like you've been lied to your whole life. And I was like, yeah, I, I do. Yeah. I mean, and that's pretty much what it was. You're in this church and they're telling you what to do, what to believe. Your parents are saying, like, this is what we believe. We're going to go. We're going to do this. And then they discover on their own, like, hey, this is lies. <laughs> and that we've raised our kids with lies. Mm-hmm. And they're trying to kind of back out of that, let them figure that on their own. But figuring that out so young. Yeah. Yes. Traumatizing. <laughs> <laughs> it was definitely, like, as soon as they were, like, it's not true. I, like, I was, like, you're right. It was like I knew that the entire time. I was like, I know it's not right, but it was just so comforting. Yeah. And, like, I really wanted to believe that it was right. So then I kind of went through, like, I went through this phase where I was like, I'm Christian. I believe in God. And then I was really turned off from the idea. Because, I mean, there's a lot of pressure, like, being a Mormon. It's like you have you're never you're never doing everything right. It's like there's always more to do. You can always be praying more or like you still need to be reading the scriptures. Like there's always more you can do. And that was like a lot of pressure. And it felt I think I resented it when we left because I was like, what was it all for? Or like, how how am I like trying to do something where I don't even know if like the goal is right, if that makes sense? Yeah, it does. And then I kind of resented it and was like, 
just did I was like atheist like very passionately like there is no God and then I grew up a little bit more got out of high school and I met a lot more people that like believed in God and I think like right now I just like consider myself like agnostic I was I'm like there's something I don't know if it's like the traditional idea of God but there's something there's a reason (laughs) yeah yeah for me um I grew up in a very small church it was honestly um kind of uncomfortable looking back now because it was my grandfather was the pastor um he just recently passed away so rest in peace but he had it in his house and it was when when you're little it was normal and it was fine and it, but it was mostly just our family and um he's very passionate he was very smart and you know he was our pastor and he preached and I learned a lot about God um took me several years to then make my own decision to follow God Mm -hmm. for a long time I just thought like oh I'm saved because that's what Christians do like you you get saved you make a decision and then that's how you get to heaven you believe that God died I mean that God sent his son Jesus died on the cross he rose again and then (laughs) you're like okay I want to believe in him I want to live for him He's going to take away my sins because I'm a sinful person. And so I thought I did that when I was like five. You can't do that when you're five. (laughs) All these kids want to, in the Christian church, I just feel like a lot of times like, oh, my kid got saved. And I'm like, okay, that's awesome. And if they really are, like, that is amazing. And that is some people's story. But it was not my story. (laughs) And it was very, it was difficult to kind of realize like, hey, you you didn't really know what you're talking about when you were five years old. Uh And then once I was, I was 13, actually. And, oh, no. I had just turned 14. This is the end of May. Yeah, I just turned 14. And then uh, I was listening to, like, another kid at my Christian school talk about his, like, testimony. And he was like, I got saved when I thought I was five. And then I realized when I got older that I wasn't. And then I was like, I was sitting there like, oh, that's me. That's me. Like, I want to choose this personal relationship, but I don't want it to be anyone else's. And so then, like, I got saved. I got convicted. I was like, wow, there is a God. I can feel him. I can feel God. I know that he's real. And I was like, I know I suck and I can't get to heaven on my own, but like he's given me an option. He's given me a way. So then I, I made that decision. I got saved. That's what I believe to this day. But it wasn't until my grandma, my great grandma, she just passed. It was a year ago in June, the end of June, a year ago, this Mm -hmm. past, uh, so like 2019. Um, she died, and she had been in, she'd been bedridden for 15 months, and that was really hard to watch. She was, I loved her. She's my best friend. Uh, but something she continued to do is she prayed, and she would, like, have her little Bible. You know, she could barely see her eyes were crap, <laughs> and she'd have her giant magnifying glass. She'd, like, be reading the Bible, and she'd be praying, and she'd be, like, singing songs. And even though her life absolutely sucked, she was miserable, like, she still loved God and I was like if I was in bed right now I would not be singing to God I'd be ticked off (laughs) you know yeah and I and after she passed like it finally hit me and I was like you're not living for God just because you're saved you haven't done anything and I'm like oh shoot so that I I've definitely like changed this past year and I'm kind of like I'm finally making my own relationship Mm -hmm. and it and that's the whole that's the scary thing about being and growing up in a in a Christian church or your experience, it's you get told what you're supposed to believe. Mm-hmm. 
And then there's so many conflicting, like, situations. And I'm like, well, no. Like, I'm sorry, but some of this just doesn't add up. I don't yeah. hate gay people. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Yeah. I, sorry. <laughs> no. Um, I'm not sure that a few of the things – I'm not going to go through each and every one because, honestly – I feel like I'll just hurt my family's feelings if they <laughs> ever hear this. But there's certain things that I just don't agree with, but I still know I have a relationship with God. Right. And I think that's something that everyone comes to on their own. They make their own decision. And I mean, I really like that. I really like our friendship that we get into these really deep conversations mm -hmm. about religion or our faith or what we believe in or what do you think is going to happen. And <laughs> it's awesome. Like I like talking to you. I, I think uh -huh. it's, I think it's <laughs> nice. Like, yeah, we have very different like feelings and experiences uh-huh but sometimes they're actually really the same i remember talking about like when we were little in the church and stuff uh-huh and just like oh yeah we wear shorts and we <laughs> sang hymns and we did very specific things right. <laughs> church religions yeah yeah definitely you're like one of the people that like kind of opened me up to the idea of like there's a god again it's just conversations with people like that's how it i don't know that's how like my mind has been changed so much Oh, wow. That's really cool. I'd <laughs> love to hear that, actually. Uh. <laughs> it's amazing. Oh. Oh, so back to... I'm so sorry. I just kind of, like, stole that from you <laughs> for a second. Uh, but, yeah, you were just telling... You were telling your friend when you were little, and you kind of broke down, and you cried, and, like, you had that feeling. Earlier, you were telling me, you were like, I don't think it's really that traumatic, but I feel like that was... That was a big moment for you, you know? Like, your yeah. whole life has gotten turned around just based off of this one decision, this religion. Yeah, I guess I don't, I don't know. I think of tra trauma as more, I think it's still, like, it's still something that, like, I kind of block off, and, like, it's definitely, like, this past semester, I had a, cr a creative writing class where I was writing about my, um. I was writing about, yeah, like, leaving the church, and, like, it kind of made me realize how much of like an impact or it had on me and it's still something now that I think about and like realize like oh yeah that's not like I was so scared I was so alone and it's like that was a little <laughs> a little bit dramatic a big part of my life that I kind of tend to like undersell a little bit yeah yeah like it was definitely forming it's a lot about who I am. It makes me who I am. I I always think back like I never would have, I would never wish that I was not raised in the church because it is so much of who I am and it still like affects my like standards. There's things where I just like kept certain standards for myself after I left. Oh yeah, I've seen that from you. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, I kind of feel like crap sometimes because oh. I'm like man she is she's doing a great job like, oh, and you. I know you talked about like you know you're not sure if there was a god mm -hmm. I'm like I'm sitting here and I believe in a god but I'm still <laughs> making horrible mistakes which you do you make mistakes right. no matter what and um but I'm like wow like she she holds herself to a standard I'm like that is incredible like I want to be like Corinne in that oh. aspect I'm like you're so good <laughs> yeah I think it was just like that was something that I learned in the church is like you have to have standards for yourself and and like they made those for me but once I left I did realize like you have to make them for yourself now and I did and then I, I mean I stuck to a lot of them which I'm really grateful for and that's why I want to raise my kids in like a church 
Mm. I think could kind of depend more. Like I don't have a specific church I'd want. If if I had to pick, it would probably be like a non-denominational one. But unless my husband like is mm-hmm. inclined to other religion, then I'm open to it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's. I feel like as you get older, like you just discover new things and you mm. find what you believe in. You meet new people, and that's the beauty of it, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, <laughs> I guess that's how, I mean, like religions form and thrive. I just think it's crazy that there's so many and that people can just make, oh, yeah. like people just make it up. And there have been so many in the past as well. Like yeah, Greek like gods were a thing. Yes. <laughs> yes. And oh, that's so crazy. The whole thing is just. That's definitely something like when I left, it was like, how is, how are you supposed to be expected to know when there's so many and like so many people like, are good people. They just don't, like, know. Or, like, they believe one way that doesn't make them, like, deserve to go to hell. Oh, see, that's what's horrible about, like, religion that makes you feel like I have to live a certain standard mm-hmm. or I have to do a certain thing. It's like, that's why I like what I believe because it's not on me. Like my And, like, you said your dad said the whole, like, faith thing, mm-hmm. which I don't really have faith that you can't drink coffee. I have <laughs> faith that... Even though I can't see God, he's here. That's what my yeah. faith is. Yeah. But, like, um, I just lost my train of thought. <laughs> oh, the scary thing is that people think they have to, like, earn their way to heaven. Mm-hmm. I don't believe I have to do anything. I believe God already did that for me. Uh-huh. Like, Jesus literally died on the cross. That's for my sin, for everybody's sin. And, like, it's gone. Yeah. Like, it's good. You just have to, you just have to accept it or whatever. And then, and then I'm, I'm going to make mistakes. I make mistakes all of the time. I'm not sure if you knew, but I am a horrible person. <laughs> when, and when you look at it, I'm not, I'm not a murderer, but I make a ton of mistakes. <laughs> That's a standard. Yeah, like, as long as I'm not a murderer, I'm like, perfectly fine. But yeah, I don't, have to, I don't have to worry about, I have a forgiving God. Mm-hmm. And that's what I find beautiful about it. And that's what frightens me for people that feel just that pressure of like I have to live a certain way. Yeah. Mm. Sorry, I keep getting emails. It's so disrespectful. <laughs> I'm just like looking at my phone. <laughs> mm. Is there anything else you want to share? Um. I don't, I don't. I can't think of anything. Yeah. No. I think that was a really good conversation, though. I felt like. A lot of people feel uncomfortable talking about different beliefs, but yeah. I enjoy it. I think it's good. I, I like to hear people talk about, um, sometimes they, they really don't like that I'm not religious too, but like I like to hear it because it definitely like, I'm, I'm easily swayed now, hmm. if that makes sense, because I am just so open to like le- uh, believing and something, mm-hmm. and if I I hear things that are like you're right, that sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should look into that. <laughs> but yeah, that's how you grow. Yeah. Well, thank you for talking to me about a little bit about your <laughs> Mormon <laughs> past. I guess. <laughs> um, I apologize to any Mormons that listen and they're like, "Oh yeah, you suck. Yeah, I hate you." I'm sorry. It cu- I could have been worse, though, for the record. Hey, honestly, I'm going to say a lot of offensive things on this <laughs> and know how much I care. Not at all. Not even a little bit. 
this is about it's about me <laughs> no i'm just kidding. all right well thank you you can just say bye if you uh, want okay thanks for having me yes it was really fun yeah if something else traumatic happens to you, just let me know. I and will we'll do that. Do another thing. I would love to. Yeah. I'm Hopefully, we didn't traumatize anyone else. <laughs> yeah. I think so. We gave someone like an existential crisis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They're sitting there like, oh no, I cannot be Mormon anymore. She's right. I should be able to drink coffee. <laughs> All right. Well, bye. Bye.